Hello. Hello. Look at us. It's a Thursday. What the hell are we doing here? We're here with a very special episode. Yes. A very special conversation with someone who's very special to us and you, dear listener. Prepare thy ears. Yes. To be graced. Yes. With the dulcet tones of one Ms. Claire Kramer, who has returned to us. Yes, Claire Kramer is back because Claire Kramer is uh, about to launch now, right now, today, this very day, a new podcast. And our initial plan was to chat with Claire, you know, put it in an intro. That was going to be it. But then we had so much damn fun talking with yeah. her uh, about the show, about the new podcast that she's doing, and also just about the content. The new podcast that she's doing, which you'll hear about, is called Fanatics, spelled fan addicts uh and basically she's sitting down um with her co-host and they talk to celebrities about things that they really really love that are totally like niche and bizarro or like things you wouldn't expect and it's really fun and so we talk to her about what we love um we also jenny you know i don't want to spoil it but you also spent a little time reading her astrological chart so listen i'm not a professional i'm definitely a novice but it was very fun to look it, at we Claire's just chart. and like normally, uh, t- truth be told, normally we would like put a bonus episode like this, you know, f- f- free for everyone over in the Patreon feed. But we were like, you know what? How about some? Jo- how about some extra joy for this week? How about a little extra joy? Yes. So enjoy uh, us talking to Claire, and if you're interested in the premise of her new podcast, uh, you should go over and check it out. I think it's going to be a really good time, and she's just a fucking delight. Yes. So please. Enjoy this lovely conversation, just as we did. Mm-hmm. See you on the other side. Hi. Hi, guys. How are you? Thank Hello. you so much for having me on. I'm so excited. I mean, <laughs> could you imagine? Could you imagine a universe where we would not want you to grace our ears? I mean, truly, a delight. I mean, that that is like you're just buttering me up for you know, <laughs> just to dish secrets and whatnot. <laughs> But I'll take it. So, yeah. <laughs> no, we're so we're really so happy to to get a chance to talk to you again. And you have I mean, you have a podcast that's really fucking cool. Is it OK well, to curse? I know this is yes. like technically our podcast. It's it's <laughs> totally fucking OK to curse. In fact, all my children curse. You know what they actually say? I'm not even kidding that cursing is a sign of high intelligence. And ever since I saw that, which was either on like the facts Twitter feed, which is obviously 100 percent like. accurate and you know correct uh i have used that in conversation whenever i let a like god damn it that's my usual curse word you know i don't know why but that's the one that always slips out like (laughs) i i'll tell you a funny story about that curse word i and my kids go to catholic school all right (laughs) so i was in a car line um picking them up from school and the car line was too long and I had to go somewhere and I had to, you know, get the kids out, like get them out and get them in the car and get somewhere else. So I walked, I parked my car and I walked up to the front of the car line and I, I manually removed them from the school <laughs> <laughs> and I turn around and, you know, I've got four little ones like at my feet, you know, t- just all over bags, lunch boxes, children everywhere. I'm walking directly in front of a line of like 20 parents waiting to pick up their kids. Also over here is like the whole student body waiting to be picked up and teachers. And the one, my one kid river, who is the <laughs> most like me, 
gets all tangled in my feet and I fall flat on my fucking face and I scream, no. God damn it, River, in front of the entire archdiocese, it felt like. So then I had to email everyone and say, I'm very sorry about my small breakdown. However, I would like you to know that cursing is a sign of high intelligence. <laughs> Thank you. Goodbye. Uh, wow. You just linked them to the article. There you go. Right. I'm like, here's the link. <laughs> oh, no. Yes. Yeah, so my, you can uh, curse. You can definitely I can curse. I can yes. curse. And even in, even in a Catholic school setting. I also it, went to Catholic school. So I'm sure uh, I've said God damn it many times in the same yeah, setting. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, you know, you have that one curse word that just feels right to you. <laughs> I don't know why. And that's yeah. just like, that's the one that just resonates with me. So there you go. <laughs> So you're so you're starting a podcast about everyone's favorite curse words. Right. Uh, I mean <laughs> that is not that is I'm misinforming everyone. That is not what your podcast is about. It may uh, be. I mean, hey, okay. A new idea. <laughs> you the thing is, the podcast and thank you for bringing it up. It is called <laughs> Fanatics. It is a really fun show that I am producing with Roddenberry Entertainment, who of course are the creators of Star Trek and other multiple, you know, branch off iterations of the original series. And my co-host, David Magadoff, who is an awesome guy. We can talk about him later. It's called Fanatics because people come on, you know, celebrities come on and we ask them to talk about what they are completely obsessed with. And we kind of say, you know, you may know, for example, Tony Hale from Veep and from, you know, this project and that project, but we're not going to talk about any of that today. We're going to talk about his love for indoor malls. <laughs> and the more niche the topic, the more <laughs> dialed in you can be to what someone's like kind of obsessed with, mm -hmm. the better the episode. So it's a really fun show. Each week is different because um, obviously each celebrity guest has a totally different subject. And we end up just having the most interesting conversations and they, if I had to say one thing about the show and what I've learned about like humanity is like, it's true what people say, your youth influences you and, and continues to shade and shadow your adulthood. Because most of the times when we dial really into like, where does this love come from? It dials back to the childhood in, in a lot of different ways. I imagine that finding out what somebody is truly obsessed with is just hugely revealing to so much else about their personality. It's like way more, I think it's way more vulnerable in a good way to talk about that than like maybe the most recent project you've been working on or what have you. Totally. And that's the other thing is people, you know, who come on the show, like we just had Ray Fisher on, obviously a lot of news going on around Ray and they, his PR people kept being like, okay, but what about Justice League and Cyborg? I'm like, we're not going to talk about that. Don't right. worry. Well, but what if you bring it up? I'm like, no, no, you don't understand. We don't want to talk about his career. <laughs> right, right. We want to <laughs> talk about the fact that he loves tabletop games, you know? Ah, and so it's like, the, so it's like the best, you know, I think that as an artist uh, in this industry, and now there's so many, you know, interview scenarios and requests and requirements for pushing projects that it's really nice to have talent be able to come on a show and push aside that whole career thing and just yeah. talk about something else they're passionate about. Yeah. I know this is not an original question. I'm aware okay. that it is not, <laughs> but you are talking about everyone else's obsessions. So what is yours? Like that. Tell seems... us your secrets. Yeah. I mean, okay. I'm sure you've answered this like 500 times, but I still want to know. No, so. I mean, actually, <laughs> I think the thing that makes me an interesting um, 
host on this show is something that I've discovered about myself and I'll lead into it with a, with a story. Um, when I did a movie called bring it on, which was around the same time as Buffy, we went to cheerleading camp and we trained for six to eight weeks before we started filming. And then we filmed for five months. And while we were filming, we were still training and mm -hmm. I did all my own stunts. We all did. Um, ex the only person who had a little help was Kirsten, but she was, she didn't get to come to the training camp because she was filming Virgin Suicides. So they, you know, got her stunt double, but I'd say she did 90% of the stuff, you know? So, and the rest of us a hundred percent. So when you see like Courtney being flipped up into the air, that's like me actually. So I have the personality and I was of the mind frame at the time I finished this movie and I was like, I don't, I don't want to be an actor anymore. I want to be a professional cheerleader. Like I love this. <laughs> I love cheering. I love being thrown into the air. I love the gymnastics and da, 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 da. And literally everyone in my life was like, uh, okay, but why don't you just not throw away the acting thing just yet? <laughs> <laughs> Stick with it. So what I have learned from that scenario, you know, now 20 years later hosting fanatics is I get really into the subject matter that we're talking about, you know? Mm -hmm. So if someone, for example, we had Greg Grumberg on, he talked about his love of Ford Broncos, the 1966 version, the 2019 version, and then like the new, or sorry, 2001 version. And then the new version out this year, I literally left and texted him for like three days cars from like auto trader. And I was like, is this the Bronco I should get? Is this the Bronco I should get? What Bronco should I get? And he's like, I'm, I'm going to find you the perfect Bronco. But this is like part of what's so fun about the show is you really, you, you see these things that, you know, you as, as Claire or Kristen or Jenny, you see them in one light, but when someone talks so passionately about moleskin notebooks, you're like, Oh my God, how could I not have been into this? Like, I obviously, this is something I need to do. <laughs> Going back to your original question, what am I into? I have a very serious problem with cloisonne, which is a type of iron and enamel working where it, they like, you can make different things out of cloisonne, vases, candlesticks. I have like a little miniature owl. I have, you know, ring holders, thimbles. Uh, whatever I find, I tend to buy it because I just love the collection and it's so beautiful. Um, and I also, I just, I also have a problem with chairs and throw pillows. So, <laughs> I, but again, individually or in combination, yeah, do they, does one need to come with the other? Or can okay. I'm, I'm totally going to tell on myself right now. And I, <laughs> this is like horrible. <laughs> I, I have so many chairs that I don't need right now that I, that I can't shut my garage door all the way because the chairs are extending out into the driveway and I don't want to get rid of them. And my sister is like, she's an attorney, Callie, love you, Callie. She is, you know, the logical thinker of the mm -hmm. two of us, you know, and she's like, Claire, you, you don't need, I'm like that. We have a big family, big family, four kids. No, no, Claire, you really don't need all these chairs. If I had to count how many extra chairs I had right now, I'm not even joking. Um, 18 extra chairs that are not in use. 18 <laughs> extras. Extra. Right, right, from, right, right, right. Just from a collection. Warming. Yeah. From a collection of like, you know, chairs that go around a table to like a couple upholstered <laughs> chairs. And actually I'm getting a new chair from Julie Benz this week. And I'm so excited. She's like, I'm getting rid of the white chair that was Julie, in my no. dressing room. I'm like, I'll take it. No, she knew. She <laughs> went to your weaknesses. She did. She did. <laughs> 
I love it though. Oh God. Yeah. Cause chairs, like my mom uh, has a thing for pitchers, like little, like, like milk pitchers, you know, mm-hmm. but at least those, you know, you can really amass a pretty big you collection and your garage will fit them. <laughs> yeah. It's chairs or chairs are rough. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> I have a, well, I, they've extended past where they should, which was the shed in the back, which was meant to be like, that's the extra stuff Claire comes home with that she should not have. And it goes in the shed with the <laughs> Christmas decorations and the Christmas tree and all that. And that, that I've lost total control. <laughs> <laughs> Well, your your um, energy towards learning things, like as you talk to people, is very like that. It, it's very reminiscent of how we interface with the buffering the Vampire Slayer crew. It's like we'll be talking about you know something that happened in the show, right? And then we'll get like an email from a physicist about this particular thing, and Jenny and I just fall down the rabbit hole of like, Wait, oh, that's awesome. What? We were we just had like a huge conversation about reptiles with gills and if that existed and like learned a lot mm. about fit we've been and we've been getting more emails about this but all that to say <laughs> that um when people who know a lot about a thing talk about that thing it is impossible not to get fascinated right yes i mean it i totally agree and that is like that is the premise and the impetus of the show is to like celebrate things we all love we're all passionate about and not just focus on you know the career the personal history, all that stuff that everyone knows anyway. You know, I mean, like, you know, it's it's not like people who have been in this industry, you know, 10, 20 years haven't told the same story 5,000 times, you know? So this is a chance for people who are fans of that person to come listen to something, them talk about something totally different. They Mm -hmm. they would never get asked, you know? Mm -hmm. All of the people that you're talking to, right, they've said, they've told those stories so many times. And I think that like, even for Jenny and I, like if somebody asks us about like, how did you start the podcast, right? You you just fall, I know she's going to talk first. I know what she's going to say. I know what I'm going to, you just have your rhythm. And when Whenever something comes up, I think that you haven't talked about before, your brain just works differently because you're like learning as you talk, which is just so freaking cool. And I'm sure it's so cool, especially for people who, you know, I mean, I'm sure like Ray Fisher doesn't get that experience very often. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, it's it's I think he he just like immediately got in contact after we finished recording. It was like that. That was so fun. Thank you so much. And I'm like, absolutely. We loved having you, you know? Yeah. yeah. Okay. so what are you guys obsessed with what's your if if, let's say you guys were coming on fanatics what would you (laughs) what would be the topic would it be buffy i mean it would have to be buffy at first right not not for me i mean i guess now by by, like i how could you not by By default default, i yeah our credentials looming over me in my office like definitely now but (laughs) no well you know what's funny Kristen, hmm. is like when we reach out originally to people and we send that first like contact or whatever a lot of times people come back and they're like, mm, I don't, I don't really have anything. I don't really know. And then they'll come back and they'll be like, Oh, comics or something like that. And then we'll be like, no, no, really think about what, like, think like deeper, more specific. And then in the next, like, whether it's a day or two or three days, they come back and they're like, Oh, it's, it's fantasy novels written in the eighties. You know, everybody has something. It's just opening yourself up to like understanding what you, what truly makes you tick, yeah, you know? Yeah. Okay, so go, Jenny. I mean, I think I really relate to what you were saying about like getting into what other people are into and also kind of just being like a uh, sort of obsession tourist where if something, if something like, uh, if a seed is planted in my mind, I cannot rest until I have like combed the corners of the internet to learn 
all about, uh, you know, why those uh, snowshoers in Russia disappeared and, you know, were, were found months later, uh, some of them in their tents, some of them, you know, uh, not, uh, <laughs> some of their skin burned or like, the, like any kind of like, uh, any kind so of true crime mystery. Pit, I'm, I'm very intrigued. Uh, it's, it calls to me, but also I could get as excited, uh, learning about the reproductive habits of stoats. Did you know that, uh, a male stoat? They're like weasels, you know, ermines. Uh, a male stoat can can uh, initiate a female stoat's ovulation by biting their neck. So they're just like all they're just like very procreation uh, efficient in that way. Isn't that that is wild? interesting? Who that needs is to wild. know that? So let's. So that is very interesting. Um, <laughs> let's go with the true murder, you know, mystery stuff. So then, my next thing, if I were interviewing, would be okay. So let's define it a little bit. Are these stories that yeah. you read on the internet? Is are, do you like watch the documentaries? Are you an Anne Rule reader? In do you read the novels? Like, how do you absorb these stories? Like, what is your preferred method of? you know, indulging in this murder mystery? Uh, I think the, the, the like tight, dry Wikipedia article and like related, you know, uh, reference references that may be like in the sort of like uh, footnotes of the, of the wiki. And how many, how many times a day do you find yourself on the wiki for unsolved mysteries to crime enough like i would say enough times (laughs) plenty Uh uh-huh is that good i'm fine (laughs) i'm totally with you i grew i you know most people grew up reading like nancy drew and like judy bloom i grew up reading ann rule remember her do you know her she's like true crime writer of like the 80s 90s That was like, you know, before we had all these fabulous documentaries and, you know, 2020 and. <laughs> but yeah, like with with you, Jenny, yes, it's yes, like yes. all you need is a pro- like now Anne Rule. I can see you're Googling Anne Rule right now, aren't you? I'm, yeah, yeah, we'll just. just she, she got her entry point. point. Yeah. And now and yeah. now for the next like two to three months, all you will hear about is Anne Rule. I wonder yeah. not to be. Kristen will receive unsolicited texts at just all like, hours did you see of the night. Were you aware? Did you see that? Yeah. Like, I don't remember that. Um, I don't know. There's been so many like various true crime uh wormholes that jenny has cycled through in our long history together and Mm -hmm. i'm always like really intrigued like the first two to five conversations and then i'm like this like are we serious we're still talking about this right now (laughs) okay so what is okay jenny last question for you what is the weirdest true crime mystery that you've researched that you just kind of can't let go of oh why did you open this can (laughs) i i'm so because i want to know know, because i'm now i'm into it again see (laughs) The biggest question mark that that lingers in my mind and heart is is the Dyatlov Pass incident, you know, where those where those uh, snowshoers were skiers, uh, cross country hikers. They were doing a thing uh, in nature. The important thing is that they didn't get to do that thing because something inexplicable happened. That one. That's the mm-hmm. one. That's my choice. That's it. OK, so we're going to have a, you're going to come on Fanatics and we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Oh, no. (laughs) But see how we had to dig a little bit to, like, get down to what it was? Okay, your turn, Kristen. Oh, God, I don't even know. Like, I I haven't even dug enough. Like, when I started thinking about it earlier, I was like, well, I guess the TV show My So-Called Life. But then as we were talking here, I was like, really, I think one of my biggest... 
um, obsessions is like figuring out how things work, um, like mm-hmm. either mechanical, but like uh, VCRs to really fucking date myself, but like VCRs or <laughs> AV equipment or whatever. Um, but I found I recently purchased a house and it's the first time I've ever had a house of my own. And I have just been absolutely fascinated to like figure out like no one told me this was how pipes worked. No one told me that this was how like this thing worked. And so I like find my I'll go into my basement and just like stand down there like tracing the lines of the pipes and like sorting it all out so that I understand how it works. I love that. So I know that's a little And broad, you have a basement. But... <laughs> yeah, I know. Hanging out in my basement, watching Buffy the Vampire uh... Slayer. Two things don't go well together, but <laughs> <laughs> No, I totally get that. Like what it's weird to me. Actually, I was just explaining to kids are a great like reason to keep talking and thinking. Um, Mm. I was just explaining to my son who is eight that underneath the streets of Los Angeles, where we live, there is a whole network of tunnels and, and sewer systems and water systems. And, and he was like blown away. He's like, can we go down there? (laughs) I'm like, I don't want to No. (laughs) but I will take you where you can like look in maybe. Um, (laughs) yeah, like, I mean, there, yes, I think there's just so much that we don't know and not to like make this all meadow with the whole thing. But I think part of it is that I'm a woman and I think that a lot of the things I don't know, like when I found out that in the wall studs are 16 inches apart, I was like, why the fuck didn't anybody tell me this? Like I've been spent, mm-hmm. I spent the last 20 years of my life in apartments, just banging nails into various places, hoping to find, right. you know what I mean? Like why? <laughs> so I think there's like part of it that I like to figure out the way that it works. And then part of it that I'm just like furious that I have been like, the information has been kept from me for particular reasons, you know? Mm-hmm. No, like, especially like mechanics, like yes. with a car change. It's so easy to change your own oil and check your own oil and put wiper fluid in. It costs $6 or $8. Yet the whole auto industry has made it a lucrative career out of charging women $45 to do that little job that takes two seconds, yeah. you know? The amount of times that I've ha- I've yeah, called yeah, somebody yeah. over to do a thing. Literally, this actually just happened to me yesterday because I have decided two times since I've owned this house that I can do the plumbing. <laughs> I'm literally right. like a sitcom dad. Like I, <laughs> no, no, I no, never no. knew that I would be that character, but that's who I am. But I, but I understand it, but I both times I haven't been able to like finish the project. And yesterday Mm -hmm. I had somebody come over and he just snapped the pipe in half to get the sink out. And like, that's always the solution. It's always just like this dude comes in and he's confident enough to snap the fucking pipe. And and I said to him, I'm like, so that's all I had to do was snap the pipe. He's like, well, yeah. Okay. (laughs) My thing is, okay. I do like to try to fix myself. Um, different things, dishwasher, laundry, mm-hmm. you know, stove, all these things I've attempted oh, some successfully, some not. I get scared of the gas. <laughs> oh, the stove. Yeah. The stove is crazy, <laughs> but it, there are, I'm telling you a great resource, which I don't know if you've discovered this yet is just YouTube videos. Like you just Google, like, how do I change the drain in my sink yes. or how do you know what I mean? And there's no shame in that Googling game. No, it's amazing. Well, good for you. Yeah, so if you need any plumbing done, don't call me yet, right. but like maybe in like a couple months, I can help you out. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to ask you to reveal too much, but I'm curious if there's like one person that you guys have talked to so far that stands out as the most like either just like the most out obsession or the most like you didn't get it, but by the end you were a full on mm. convert. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
Um, and I'm, I wonder if I'm even going to say it right. Uh, Enneagram. Do you guys know Enneagram? Oh, yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, Keiko came on and she's this great actress, lovely woman, love her. And she talked about her like obsession on with Enneagrams and, you know, finding out people's numbers. And I was completely unfamiliar with this. I had no idea what any of that meant before the episode it was really, really interesting. I wouldn't say that this is one of the subjects that I've like applied to my life or I, or, you know, I did order the book <laughs> while we <laughs> nice. were, while we were on the episode, nonetheless. Um, <laughs> and I found out I'm a two W three, which if anybody, I, you know, feel free to analyze that. I'm not exactly even sure what that means, right. but I've been, that's been confirmed several times <laughs> to me. Um, so that was one where, I just was going in almost blind. Now, David, my co-host, he he really is into it mm. and has been for a long time. But that is definitely something that I just absolutely knew nothing about that I thought was really, really interesting. And not to get too gay, and I, I know we're ramping this up, but uh -huh. because we're talking about what your number is and you and Jenny seemed very aligned in the way that you fixate on a particular thing and get really excited mm -hmm. about it. I wondered what your sign is. I'm so sorry to be that guy. Oh, I'm a Virgo. Virgo. Jenny, what does it mean? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Jenny. It means all kinds of things. Okay. Tell me. But well, do you happen to know what um what anything else on your chart is? Like specifically like your moon and your rising would be like kind of the the next two that you might I don't. Know you know. I anyway, don't. This is you I should don't. get some. Okay. You should talk to somebody who's upset. I mean, should I, I Google it real quick? Hold well, on. You can't. You need it? to know your. Oh. You need to know. Do you know where you? Do you know exactly what time you were yes. born? Yes. Yes. Incredible. Uh, Eleven okay. nineteen in Atlanta, Georgia. Do you have a, a half of one minute for Jenny to plug that into her yes. gay astrology? Yes. App? I'm gonna. I'm gonna be invisible for a second while I pop this into the app. But okay. I'll be right back. Okay. I can't or wait. I'll still be here. Okay, I've got your whole, I've got your I'm whole I'm so outline. excited. Oh my gosh, charts are so vast and so complicated and all of the parts kind of like work with each other and can, you know, impact the way that things sort of like present. And also, um, personally, I kind of view astrology as like your natal birth chart is kind of like an ink blot, and you can take the data that uh, astrologers have uh, created and gathered over many, many uh, centuries uh, and, uh, you know, take what's valuable to you okay. and leave the rest. You right, know, it's like right. all about just kind of what resonates with you. But so you can think about your big three, your sun, your moon, and your rising or ascendant as kind of like you're a house, right? And your sun sign, which is Virgo, okay. uh, is the beams and the foundation. It's the, it's the core structure of your house. Then your moon sign is like how you decorate. It's like how you've made your in your interiority you know comfortable and feeling safe to you right and then your rising is is like the door of your house it's the first thing people see when they meet you uh so okay <laughs> with all that in mind your son is in virgo virgo is like organized virgo has a plan uh virgo is uh interested in you know beauty and refinement and doing things right and achieving and, mm -hmm. and uh, like all of that kind of thing. Uh, your moon, which is in Aries, this is a, <laughs> very cool. Uh, moon in Aries, Aries is a fire sign. 
Uh, Aries is very like forward motion, blasting forward. Kristen also has uh, her moon is an Aries. That's why I'm so proudly nodding. <laughs> Aries is like act now, think later. I know oh, yeah, what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, a rocket, a rocket into space. Uh-huh. Uh, and then your rising sign is Scorpio, mm-hmm. uh, which is um, intense, can be secretive, really good at like figuring out like how to make things happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, man, the sun in Virgo, moon in Aries, Scorpio rising all together, just like it paints a picture of like making shit happen, you know, <laughs> and being uh, awesome while you do. Also, your Mercury and your Mars are also in Virgo. So your Mercury is all about uh, mentality. It's how you think. And your your Mars is all, all about how you do. So you are just like really stacked up on Virgo. Uh, I am ready. Like, I'm like full Virgo. To make some lists. <laughs> ready to uh, sort those chairs by color and fabric. <laughs> yes. You are prepared. Maybe I should have said uh, but astrology. Because I feel like that's yeah, the thing I think about hard, most. Wait, wait. Hard. Uh, but see, you see how it is. You have more topics than what you think. Oh, mm. I have nothing. And then as you think, you're like, oh, yes, this, 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 this. But OK, let's go back to the Virgo thing for a second and the list making. So this is yeah. my this is my thing. Hold on. I got I want to bring some visuals up here. So this is what's on my desk right now. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally just collecting the paperwork. This this is how. I do where there we go. This is how I do lists. So I have like all these different pieces of paper, you know, mm-hmm. that have stuff written on yep, them. Yeah, There's multiple, you know, like just notes upon here, notes. Just a lot of arrows. Sorts, a lot of arrows. Some stars <laughs> too. I like to cross things off, but I wouldn't necessarily say like. This is not what people think of when they think of like organization. But for me, if you're like, where's that whatever, I'm like, it's on the third stack next to the TV, fourth down (laughs) under the good housekeeping from 2019. (laughs) And there's some candle wax on it, you know? Like I yes. know where everything is. So is that is that normal or for for Virgo, 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 right? Yeah. Well, I feel like it's like all that Virgo stuff uh, is is keeping tight surveillance, but also to me, it's like the the urgency of your Aries moon is like, okay, your Virgo brain is like, I know I need to make a list, and your Aries moon is like, wherever, <laughs> you know, <laughs> anywhere. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If, you know what? If something's really important and I really can't forget, I I still do the write it on my hand because mm-hmm. I know I'll see it by the end of the me day. Too. Hell you yeah! You know what I mean? You're not gonna lose your hand. I mean, it's not going anywhere. Like, it's like a kid in high school, I like fully sharpie stuff on my arm still, like a thousand yes! percent. I mean, and okay, sharpie sidebar, uh, not. <laughs> small non sequitur about a Sharpie. I Sharpie my phone number on my kids' arms when we're out in anywhere, like Disney, yes. the beach. If they get lost, they all know my number and everyone's, oh, they know their number. They, yeah, what if they're unconscious? Right. What if, you know, what if they somehow end up somewhere? Anyone can look at that and it says, mom with my number. That is smart my, as hell. Such a good hack. Yes, it my really kids, is. My kids are not getting <laughs> lost. <laughs> By the way, children. By the way, when I gave birth to all four of my kids, I put a dot on their foot with a sharpie before they took them off to be bathed. Oh my god, I love that. Because I was like, no, 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 no no switcheroos (laughs) happening here. (laughs) 
<laughs> so there's some little sharpie oh my God, marks, I'm so but... glad that we said the word sharpie because it really uncovered some great right? gems. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Wow. So we have your chart. Yeah. Anytime you, I don't know a lot about astrology, <laughs> um, but I, by nature of being a queer woman, I am just subjected to it all the time enough to like glean, <laughs> you know, bits and pieces. But Jenny's the real, she's the real deal. You guys should like brand, you should do supplemental episodes, astrology episodes with like guests. People have like, this is your first one. Kind people of. have, yeah. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> people have sent us actually like the uh, to to bring it to Buffy, like people have sent us their reads on the astrological charts of the characters in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I'm sure that Gloria is a fire sign. Uh, you know, like uh, fully. Yeah. Gloria is like has your Aries moon but then has some supporting fire around it. Right. I was like Le- Leo, Leo all the way down. Yes, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Enough, but sure. <laughs> yeah, Leo. <laughs> yeah, Leo's like all eyes on Leo, spotlight on Leo, <laughs> you know. Then what would you say about Ben? Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up because we are all really curious. Okay. At some point, <laughs> he started sharing a body with Glory. How old was he when he periodically changed into an adult, uh, like, goddess? He kind of, like, talks about it like it's been going on, like, his whole life. So, like, I'm picturing a baby... In a crib, and then suddenly, grown woman, Glory, <laughs> Glory's got to go suck some brains and then return to the crib when it's over. Well, I think there was this. I kind of feel like maybe he feels like it's been going on his whole life, and this is interesting. I've never been asked this before, so uh, I'm just off the top of my head. I feel like the fact that it's happening feels like it's been happening his whole life, and maybe he has no prior memory of it not happening, uh, but. Glory's sense of urgency to return to her realm is that I don't think she would have put up with this for a very long time. This, Mm. you know, human form, you know, totally now, interestingly enough at the end of season five, everybody always asked, well, are you mad that glory died? Um, it wasn't glory that died. It was Ben Giles suffocated or, you know, Mm -hmm. did Ben in. Mm -hmm. So I think my my personal theory is that Glory body jumped into Giles and now is just waiting for the right time to, you know, take over. Wow. That. Wow. That's mm-hmm. why Giles jumped ship in season six and just sailed off to England. It was like later, bros. <laughs> <It was> like, <laughs> I got some God shit to do over here. <laughs> it checks out. <laughs> it does. Right. Makes yeah. sense. I, my, my thought, uh, my final astrology thought on your, to your question about Ben and and glory is that they would have the same moon sign. Right. But like, Mm -hmm. because like the, Mm. yeah, but their, but their sun sign wouldn't be the same. They're very, very different face. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, when you meet Ben and you meet glory, my like guts were like Taurus or Scorpio. Uh, It definitely warrants additional meditation. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. There are there Those are, are just troves of people who would be delighted to continue yeah. this. I'm sure analysis. <laughs> have ideas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll get a lot of feedback on this question specifically. Yeah, it's a good one though. <laughs> it's a very good one. Um. So okay, let let's talk about something because th- your this podcast is releasing on the 22nd of April. The 22nd is a Thursday. Mm-hmm. And that is when the Fanatics episode one will drop on iTunes and, you know, wherever you get your podcasts. Amazing. 
I just thought of something cool we could do next time we're in Paris together. Okay. Um, you can take a, this, I think this will appeal to all three of our interests. You can take a (laughs) tour of the catacombs, you know, dead people, bones, graveyard, also pipes under the city, Incredible. you know, and like super interesting history. I actually had tickets to do this. I bought tickets when I was in Paris a couple times ago and I showed up and the catacombs are closed on Monday. Nobody fucking told me. Oh my God. Just like restaurants. They're like, sorry. Just like, there's a... All right. So I'm so glad that we taped this uh, podcast together so that we now have plans to go to Paris to. I know, right? Like it's done. It's a good, it's, think, it's put in yeah, there. It's a good team too. You know, I'll figure out how the catacombs work, to, you know, mm-hmm. how they connect. Jenny, you can solve mysteries and you, mm-hmm. Claire, yes. can make sure that we have your fucking phone number sharpened on our arms. Yes, I won't lose you guys. We get separated. I, won't, I won't lose you. <laughs> Absolutely. This has been super fun. Thank you guys so much. And I really appreciate like the support and the shout out to the community, the podcasting community. Oh, yes, of course. And Hell we'll yeah. put this, you know, everywhere people can find it. But do you want to just tell people like where to go to find the podcast, the, the website, the, you know, probably uh, the website is we and the Twitter, which I just started the other day is we are fanatics. Also <laughs> found it. I just found try it to keep today. everything like, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and the best place is, you know, is iTunes or wherever you subscribe to your podcast. You can go now, you can listen to the trailer, um, rate and review. I think a week out, we're going to drop another sort of like mini episode. Cool. And then the first episode is in two weeks, the 22nd of April, 2021. Amazing. Ah, I can't wait. And I'm sure we'll, we'll specify this in the, uh, titling and the show notes and everything, but yeah. just in case anybody's not looking at that. Beware the homophone. It is spelled F A N A D D I C T S. Yes. Beware yes. the Absolutely. homophone. Beware. <laughs> the most genuine young sentence to ever come out of your mouth. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm going to use it yeah. and I'm going to claim it as my own. <laughs> Hell yeah. You'll be listening to it. Wait a minute. Yeah. That's my <laughs> line. <laughs> um, we'll have a wonderful rest of your afternoon. Yes. Thank you. You guys too. Thank you guys so much. Yes. Mwah. 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 Oh, yeah. Thank so you so much. You okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs>